Hello and welcome to another episode of Mortgage Video Mastermind, where we bring you professionals who share insight into the latest trends, tips, industry, technology, and services to help you create more videos to use in your mortgage business. And we should be live. <laughs> All oh, right. Happy Friday. We've made it through another week. And uh, looking forward to our conversation today. So welcome, everyone. We are live with our Mortgage Video Mastermind. And my name is Ginger Bell, and I'm here with Scott Shang. And uh, today it is um, just the two of us today. Um, so we're going to have a conversation about scheduling, because we were actually just talking about that. And uh, <laughs> And my, my severe lack of, of, of scheduling and, and uh, yeah, no, this is an important conversation for sure. Yeah. Especially absolutely. when it comes, especially when it comes to video, right? Because there's, there's definitely, there is planning that, that is required with, with video because there's, there's the production. Well, there's the, there's the content piece. What am I going to talk about? There's right. the production piece of recording it. And then there's the kind of the post-production. What are you going to do with it? Yeah. Right. And then there's the promotion piece of it. So there, there are steps in creating marketing videos. And if you don't have that planning, and this is what I find is my reluctance is exactly that is, is if I don't plan, it comes down to crunch time and you can't do all of those things on a, you know, just on a whim. So I end up finding myself saying, well, Let's skip the podcast this week and because we're not prepared. And right. that was exactly so. I am I am example number one, prime example number one of what happens if you don't schedule. Uh, you end up not doing it. And that's just not the right answer. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it allows if you don't have a schedule. And I always find one of the easiest ways to make sure you do something is to put it onto your calendar and to make a commitment to someone or to a group. You know, it's just like when we started doing this and it's like, we had talked, it's like, you know what, let's just every Friday, we're gonna get on and we're gonna do a Facebook Live. And that's a commitment. The other thing I've learned is when you do it with someone else, it holds you accountable to it because it would be easy for me to say, oh, I've got 10 million other things to do today. So yeah. I'm not gonna do this. Um, but when we both have it and, you know, sometimes Frazier jumps on, we've had Carl White jump on. Um, and that's the reason that we set up a lot of people on here. You know, we've had Ryan on, we've had Kyle on, we've got a lot of other people in the group who are posting videos. So first of all, if you're posting videos in this group, I want to say thank you so much, because that's exactly why we created this group. This group is about growing, about learning, about realizing you don't have to be fantastic, whether you're starting off with, I've never even shot a video, you know, on my phone to, you know, super fancy studios. We've had um, some of our uh, individuals on this group who have posted their studios that are like, wow, I mean, I'm like in studio envy looking at them. And I mean, you have a better studio than I do. I, I've got great sound equipment and I've got things that I do because I've been doing video for a long time mostly on the compliance side and on, you know, underwriting guidelines and things like that for my clients. Um, but really getting into the whole thing as far as equipment, there's a ton of things you can do. 
but you don't have to have that, but you do have to have discipline. So I think that is the number one thing you have to have when you're doing anything, whether it's creating video, whether it's, you know, having uh, a strategy for contacting your real estate agents is to have the discipline and the commitment to be able to do that. So that's the first thing as far as scheduling is put it on your schedule. So just like with your podcast and I love, and you had me on your podcast, I had a blast um, because it's, you know, three of you and you guys give each other shit all the time, but <laughs> you have that date. And so, you know, just like we were talking, you know, you didn't come up with a topic. Well, that's an easy thing. It's like, come up with a topic. You know, it's like, we kind of came up with a topic a half an hour ago for what we're going to talk about today, right? Yeah. And what I also want everybody to know is, is everybody goes through this. So, so what happens is initially you get super excited about doing video. You find our group, you find the mortgage marketing uh, mastermind group and you get excited about it. And there's all of these people and you start to do video, but it really is a marketing strategy. We're doing this to build our businesses. We're doing this to get exposure. And at some point, kind of the, for lack of a better metaphor, the honeymoon is over and then, and then you're stuck in a marriage and you've got to commit to it and then right. it's work, right? right? So initially it's super exciting and it's new and, and, but, but then it, because the other thing about this is this type of video content, not video content specifically, almost all uh, content takes time to build. So if you stop, you're losing all of that momentum that you've built over all of that time because your exposure, uh, your viewers, your influence grows exponentially over time with consistency. Right. And that's what you lose if you're not scheduling is you lose your consistency. The only way any of this stuff works, and I think Kyle touched on this last week, is and we know the people in our group right now, it clicked for them. They started seeing results as soon as they embraced consistency. Right. And lack of, lack of planning is the enemy, uh, that lack of planning is the enemy of consistency. Right. So it, it's, that it's, yeah. Now I, I wish I could say, I wish I could say I'm an expert. Here's how I schedule, but I'm the student on this, on today's episode. <laughs> yeah, and that's, um, you know, really a matter of constantly being a student. And we know that, that everything we do, we're constantly a student. You know, I learn from you, you learn from me. It's a matter of being able to. Um, well, the accountability we're building in this community also, it's like we're here for everybody. You right. know, everybody's here for each other to, to, to keep each other going and, and, and pushing through. Yeah. So as it turns out, Ginger, I heard you uh, created an excellent video planning guide that is available on Amazon. <laughs> um, let's, start Amazon. Let's, let's start there because no, be, be, because I thought it was I thought it was very well thought out. I thought it answered a lot of the questions that people have when they're trying to create video. What kind of video content do I create? And sometimes you just need a, a, a you need a primer, right? You need something to get you going. You need some structure. And instead of just guessing and making it up, um, your video guide is amazing for kind of helping you get into that mindset of what kind of content, 
you know, how often do I do it? What is the structure of how I create content? So um, what, what, why don't you start by kind of sharing what the guide is and what kind of experience went into how you decided how to structure it? Yeah, well, um, thank you for that. And um, yeah, so the video guide, it, you can find it on Amazon or right here. <laughs> I actually created the guide because I had several um, LOs I was working with to help them come up with ideas for content. And mm -hmm. it really started off with just a simple one pager as far as filling out, okay, you're gonna start off with the basics. And I actually talk about this, I have a book called The Edge of Marketer, which is where I started. Um, I was speaking at uh, a couple of events, just talking about the need for creating video a couple of years ago and had some LOs come up and say, you know, hey, can you do video for me? It's like, no, you guys can do the video, you've got this. And they said, well, we don't know where to start. It's like, you know, open your camera, shoot your video. And it's just that fear of coming up with, what should I talk about? You know, what should I talk about? Mm -hmm. And it's like what we did today, it's like coming up with a topic. And so I said, well, okay, let's figure this out. What should you talk about? And so what the video planner is, is 52 weeks. So one topic for each week. And it's just, it's nothing more than a prompt. So, um, you know, if you look at, okay, we go to say, this is week 26 and I have in here, it's a customer focus. And I, I've done different things like general, like first time home buyers, like VA, there's a ton of things to talk about. So week 26 is what you need to know about financing a condo. Simple, right? Well, let's. I want to back up a second because I think I think that's one of the more important things that you created there. Is you kind of created this, um, like these general channels, these silos of what type of content to talk about, and because some content is going to be timely and relevant, um, some may be news jacking, like what's going on right now today. But right. you also want to always be creating evergreen content. Right. So kind of talk through, um, because do you have like four different types of content and, and it, explain that part? Yeah. So the idea, and, and there's many different types of content. So, and, and some of you may have a, a niche that you're focusing on, whether it's on renovation home loans, whether it's on VA, whether it's on FHA, whether it's on first time home buyers, whether you're on, it could even um, be a geographic niche, right? Yeah, it could be, yeah whatever. Um, but you have to remember, even though that may be your niche, there are a lot of other people that will be looking at your content. And so being able to, you know, run across those different silos, as you say, um, just builds a broader audience for the videos you're creating and it opens up possibilities for topics. Um, you know, if you're just working on doing Heckam loans, then that's great. You know, think about all the different things you can talk about within Heckam, Heckam loans. And it could be underwriting guidelines. It could be qualification, you know, it could be those kind of things. But you also have to remember people still need to know about, you know, what is a loan estimate? What is a closing disclosure? What happens at closing? You know, how do you make an offer on a house? So you can pull in those other areas as well, even though you just have that one particular niche. And so the idea with the video planner was to kind of open that for other possibilities. 
you know, and, and if you do, let's say you do reverse mortgage HEPA loans, condos is a conversation you can have. You know, how can you buy a condo with a reverse mortgage? Now you've just opened another opportunity, another video, and it doesn't have to be a long video. So what I did in the planner is it's, it's just, you know, one page, come up with your topic. So your topic is, and don't overcomplicate. I mean, we just went through this as far as, you know, coming up with a name for what we're doing in our series, right? It's like, don't overcomplicate it. So your topic can be what you need to know about buying a condo with a reverse mortgage. And then, you know, your hook could be your topic. It could be something different. It could be, you know, three things you need to know about buying a condo with a reverse mortgage. I always love when you put numbers in there. You know, Dave Letterman always had the top 10 and it was very popular for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The top three reasons or the 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 top the top three mistakes first time buyers make yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, uh, three things you need to know about being a cash offer. Um, I like to use I I like to use threes and fives. So it's just a, mm -hmm. a thing as far as numbers, and that it usually makes it easier for people to remember. But I wrote the planner in a way that you start off with your topic, you have your opening hook. Um, so in this video, I'm going to share with you the three things you need to know about buying a condo with a reverse mortgage. And then it has in the, in the planner, what are those three things? And you can get into writing out the entire script. And if you want to, you can just write, you know, ideas, you know, Carl White shared his redneck teleprompter. Yeah. I love, I mean, you can do nothing more than that, where you just have, you know, here's your three things you're going to talk about. Um, you know, number one, you can buy a condo with, with a reverse mortgage. A lot of people may not know that. So now you're combining your niche with something else that people could be looking for, buying a condo. Yeah. And, you know, the second thing could be going into, um, you know, what's the qualification? How much money do you need down? You know, what's the age requirement? You know, there's tons of different, you know, little one ideas that you can put into this. And what, when you start doing this and you go through the process of thinking about limiting yourself to three things, you're going to come up with more than three things. And so that's great because it could be another video, right? Three more things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, and you might say, okay, you know, now I'm going to do, you know, what you need to do to, to do to qualify for a reverse mortgage. Now you're getting into age. Um, now you're getting into, you know, maybe getting into geographical areas, you know, I mean, all of those things to think about, but the idea with the planner and, and we left the planner as a notebook, as a physical notebook for you to write in it. And the reason why is because when you go through the habit of physically writing something, then there is, uh, and Renee Rodriguez would be able to tell you exactly what cortex in the brain actually stimulates all of this. I, the scientific part of it, I don't know. Um, all I know is just that that will, first of all, stimulate the creativity because it accesses another area of your brain to get you thinking. The other thing is it puts it into um, you being able to remember it. So going through the process of actually physically writing it down will help you to remember it, which will be better for creating your video. Um, and then, you know, it's just a matter of that writing, going through that process of writing it, it forces you to do that. Instead of just thinking from your mind, okay, here's the three things I'm going to talk about. And then you start shooting the video. It's like, oh my gosh, what were those three things I was going to talk about? When you go the, through the physical activity of writing out those three things, 
it, it helps you to remember them better and it helps you to get more creative in the process. And so that's what the, the workbook is. It's nothing, I mean, it's not anything mind blowing. It's, you know, no, it, it's, it's guardrails. It, it's, it's guardrails that keeps you honest. Yeah, it does. It. And, and your whole planner is in here. So as, as you're talking, um, I'm thinking, what is the simplest way? So there, there's a couple of things I want to unpack right here. So the, the first thing is, I think we as professionals and as experts in our profession, in our, in our industry, we assume that, that everybody just knows the stuff that comes natural to us. Like, like we assume, like you talk about, you know, buying a condo with a Heckam. I, I think there's probably somebody out there that says, well, people know how to do that. And no, the answer is no. There might be some people out there. But so, so, so the first thing is don't assume that your uh, cumulative expertise is common knowledge because it's not. There are a lot of people out there that don't know the things. So even if you think it's the simplest thing in the entire world, um, like, you know, like credit scores aren't that important on reverse mortgages, right? Even if you think it's the simplest thing that you think everybody knows, like you have to be 65 to get a reverse mortgage. This is not common knowledge. It's common knowledge to you because you do it every single day. So what I would recommend is find like niche, I think is super important. And everybody has a niche. They, they just do. There's something that you gravitated towards. There's something that you're better at than anyone else. Um, there's something that you've done over and over again, whether it's reading tax returns for self-employed people or whether it's DACA loans, you know, that's coming out right now. Maybe they've always kind of been available, um, but, uh, you know, visa loans, things like that. But find those niches and find one or two of those niches and kind of just, just start listing five things that you think are, are the five simple things about each one of those topics. The next thing you know, you've got a year's worth of, you've right. got a year's worth of content planned out. Right. And what, it, so what I would probably do, um, leave, leave some room um, if there are guideline changes. So that's your, your, your current and relevant, um, have one series of videos that, um, that are just uh, evergreen kind of uh, like, these are the guidelines, this is the way that they've always been. And then the third one is I would interject in there stories about people that you've helped in that niche. Um, story, telling success stories about consumers you've helped is so incredibly powerful because it evokes an emotion in you because you remember that family and their struggles as you pulled them, as you guided them through this process with a, with a happy, with a, you know, getting them to the end. So, so those things, um, current guideline changes, and that's super easy. All of the guidelines um, have releases, right? So you can just go to the last releases that were published and the three to five things that are changing this year or coming up, um, three, you know, three to five things that everybody knows, and then three to five stories, uh, success stories about people. Now you've got three alternating 
content types that you could probably almost do an entire year just on one niche. Um, so like having that, having that kind of structure, but sit down and, and, and write out those silos at the top of the page, put what your niche or topic is. And then those three ways to have a conversation about those topics. And I think you do that. You sit down for an hour uh, with a notebook and you really think that out. And I think you have a year's worth of content. It, it doesn't mean that you ignore everything else, but really what we're talking about here is building the discipline of processing this information, converting it into topics, and then starting to create bite-sized chunks of education, edu-marketing, if you will, around that particular topic. Yeah. Well, and Kyle talked about that um, when he created his YouTube channel and just how he came up with the topics and exactly what you're saying. Um, updates, updates are important to be able to add, even though they're not going to be as evergreen. Um, people, I find that people share those videos because they're current and it's new. And so all of those different silos, one of the things when I wrote my book, The Edge Marketer, um, I, I talk about the first thing you're going to do is you're going to figure out your customer segments. So just like you, you talk about if that's your niche, yeah. you know, in the mortgage industry, we have two different customers we have and, and your real estate agents, sometimes we think this is all consumer facing your realtors need this information as much as consumers. Absolutely. So you, you have your, your two different customers, your two different audiences are realtors and consumers. Yep. And so even it's under the real, same content. Yeah, and it's just, it gets the same content. And, but you may have a conversation with a real estate agent for say renovation loans, for example, you may do a video about, Hey, did you know you can get paid on a renovation loan? You don't have to wait until the project's done. So you may do a video that's specific to a real estate agent that you wouldn't do for a consumer because that's consumer true. doesn't give a rip. So, you know, those are kind of things to think about when you're creating content. And then under that segment, so you have your consumers, you have those who are buying a home and those who are refinancing a home. So you're going to have maybe a different conversation or a different video for those two different segments. And then under somebody who's buying a home, you have your first time home buyer. You have those who are, who are moving up, those who are moving down, those who are relocating. You have your veterans. You know, you have those that are under USDA. You have um, your, you know, down payment assistance. I mean, it's honestly, guys, endless on what you can do as far as creating video. And you know this, you guys got this. I love it. You say this all the time, Scott, if you want to know what to talk about, go to your inbox. Yeah. Because, or you, send, you have the sent folder in your, in your email box. Yeah. yeah. You already answered all of the questions. Exactly. It's like whatever questions you're getting in, those are the topics you can do for videos. And then the other thing that I think is very important, it's really become a big focus for me with my clients is a why me video. Um, if you do nothing else, honestly, within the next week, then create a why me video, um, that will help you to really begin to start creating videos. And so a why me video is just why someone should do business with you. And 
I've been going through this process with a couple of clients right now on creating one me videos. And it's funny because they do the first one and they're like, wow, that was really good. And I, I hadn't really thought about why somebody does business with me. And then they'll say, okay, can I read you that one? It's like, absolutely. And then they'll come back and you see the passion and you see that commitment and you see that why. And when you do a why me video, I think that that will create that foundation of why you need to do videos because you know why you do this. There are a lot of other businesses we can all be in. Um, and I always say I stay in this industry because it's tattooed on my forehead, too dumb to quit. Um, but, you know, truly it's that passion and you, you the same as far as, um, you know, being involved in this. So, okay. So you got my, you got my juices flowing. There's, there's a couple of things I want to touch on that you talked about. Um, I hope I can recall all of them. So first of all, the why me video, um, you need a cha you need a, a a channel video for your YouTube channel, yeah. and that's your why me video, right? So, you know, there's a couple of different ways to approach a YouTube channel. It can be a hundred percent educational and not about you. So this channel is informational. Um, like Kyle doesn't do a lot of why me. Kyle is a very educational, and then you're earning that trust because you're just putting so much good information out there and you're bridging that gap. That's just a strategy choice. I, or that's a, that's a personal decision. I don't think there's an advantage to one over the other. Um, the other thing that you talked about with um, as mortgage people is your real estate agents, your real estate agents field a lot of questions about the financing and they're not financing experts. So if you give your real estate agents access to a knowledge base that's easily shareable, then when they get these questions, you're making them look like rock stars because they're just sending your video to their consumer. The last thing that I wanted to say is that these videos that we do are not always about answering specific questions. They are simply representative of the fact that we are problem solvers and experts in our industry. It doesn't matter if they listen or understand or even turn the sound on. It's almost like public speaking if anybody has ever done that. There is a perceived authority that comes with being out there and, and, and being consumable right? And having your content consumable. So don't stress about the content. It's good enough. And, 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 and as you do it more and more, it's going to get great, but it doesn't have to be great. The very fact that you're putting that out there is going to make people, you are going to be perceived as an authority, even if you're not the smartest person and you don't know everything about that guideline, you are still going to be put on a pedestal as a perceived authority simply because of the fact that you're publishing it and making it accessible. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So, which brings us back to our original topic. <laughs> so, you know, come up with your topic. So, topic list. Do just spend an afternoon a couple hours and just come up with topics nothing more than topics yep. and then the second thing is put it into your schedule to record videos now um i made a commitment at the beginning of the year to take my 52-week video planner and to do a video each week on how to use the planner and um so i've started doing that and each week i record a video 
it's nothing fancy. I mean, I honestly, wherever I am, if I'm traveling, I just record it and I don't edit it and I just post it and post it onto my YouTube, post it onto Facebook. You can see some here in our group. And that commitment of doing that every single week, and trust me, there are some weeks where it's like Friday, it's like, oh, I need to do this, I need to do this. But then I was traveling, and so I did several ahead of time, and then just scheduled for them to automatically post out, which you can do that on YouTube, and you can do that on Facebook, you can do that on your CRM where you're putting it up. So don't think that you have to put it into your schedule to necessarily record every week. You could put it in your schedule to record once a month. Right. And you record those four videos. If you're not editing yourself, which we're going to you know, do a topic on editing and how to do that, you can hire someone. I highly recommend hiring someone. I have a full-time editor on my team and we do a lot of editing for our clients. Um, just because a lot of the you know, people we were working with that I, you know, you taught me how to edit, but I don't really want to edit. Can you help us? And it's like, yeah, we'll configure this out. And so, finding a good editor uh, as a virtual assistant on Fiverr or something like that is super easy to do also. Um, yeah. So, you know, the, psychologically, the other thing that it's important is to manage your expectations when you're doing this. This is a long game and it's something that you have to create a habit around. And so that's really what we're trying to do here is we're trying to sit down once and create that 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 path to create to habitually sharing your expertise because once you get going and if you plan a year out before that year is up you're going to start getting these positive feedback loops that are going to encourage you to oh my gosh I've got to do more but like what what Kyle mentioned last week and I, I just he's just our most recent example but he went like over a year with less than a hundred subscribers so he didn't have that positive feedback yeah. loop but he kept doing it anyhow but then all of a sudden it caught fire right. and and then and now you're inspired to do it because you realize that you're changing people's lives and you're actually helping people and so I, I guess what I can say, and this is from my personal experience, and we've heard it a million times from the stories, is do it whether you think people are listening or not, because when you, as soon as, you, if you do that, as soon as you start to recognize that people are listening, you're already going to have the habit established. And again, this is Renee can tell you about creating habits and forming these new synapses and stimulating him on the call. Yeah. yeah, stimulating whatever cortex needs to do that. Um, but yeah, these are the simple steps. These are the baby steps. This is the framework. This is the blueprint. And the next thing that you know, you're going to be inspired. You're going to look forward to doing it. Yeah. And then you're off to the races. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And so, and you know, speaking about the consistency on Fiverr. So one of the things is try a couple different people for editing on Fiverr and then find one that you like, because I have found in video editing, if you can find one person to work with, it creates that consistency where they know your brand, they have your thumbnails, they know the style you like and to do all of that. So um, and, and, you know, finding someone on Fiverr, you just kind of have to play around with it for a little bit, look for good ratings, don't necessarily go with the cheapest, but, you know, look at their work and see what they do. And, you know, you can even, you know, sometimes and that's another episode. 
that's a whole nother episode yeah because trust me i've had some very very interesting things come back as well and i oh. i use fiber a lot and there's another one i use too that i like a little bit better that i use from when i hire someone to do my editing um and so we can definitely talk about that so maybe we do that next week so the takeaway for today grab a notebook if you don't have ginger's workbook get it maybe you can have some sort of special for the people in our group um, that they can get your book. But if not, sit down with a notepad, set aside at least one hour and just start listing out topics in a niche that you're an expert at. And I guarantee that at the end of an hour, you're going to have a good enough start that you're going to have content for the next six, nine to 12 months. And step one is done. And now, and then next time we're going to talk about we're going to talk about studios in here. We're going to talk about equipment. We're going to talk about editing. But step number one, I would say step zero <laughs> is map out, map out, map out your stream of consciousness, map out what you're an expert at and, uh, and just get that done. Yeah. So what, what would be really, really interesting, and, and I don't know if people would want to share this, is if you do this exercise, maybe post it to the group. On, on what kind of ideas, because you'll probably yeah. stimulate that in some, for somebody else. If it's a, a Google Doc or something, um, you'll probably stimulate some ideas. So if anybody's doing any planning or if they have a method that they're doing, um, you know, share that here in the group so that everybody else can kind of see. Because like everything else, if you're not doing it now, it seems like it's scary to start something new, but it really isn't scary at all. It's just carve out the time, sit down and do it. Yeah, I have a one pager I'll drop um, down in a link too that goes through just that. So, so topic, your three hooks, and then closing. So that's the other thing that's very important in closing out your videos is to tell people what you want them to do. So what's the next step? But we're not worrying about that right now. We're worrying about high level topic titles and then and then you use your one pager and then you start to unpack all of those. Exactly. But baby steps. <laughs> exactly. Right. Very good. Well, that tells me that's our, alarm. our time to go, our alarm to go. Yeah. So uh, thanks for watching. Um, it looks like for some reason, Facebook, I have a streaming live, but I'm seeing lots of comments that it's not streaming live. So next week, um, Scott, we're going to go over to StreamYard because I think Zoom is having difficulties. Okay. And, uh, and so we're going to do that. Yeah, so we'll talk about that. But um, thank you so much for those of you who are sharing videos, continue to do that. And that's the whole idea with this group is to learn and to grow and to get out there and make more videos. Bye.